0: Is that that looks like a lot of fur there a lot of fur doing on that string maybe that's why hmm something to look at hey everybody welcome to America. my name is Bing Futch thanks for joining me it is um it's gonna be a strange episode disjointed full of stuff kind of like I am feeling right now so uh, I'm gonna start off just by doing a little well Let's do this first. So you've just changed the strings on your dulcimer, and you don't have a way of clipping the extra wire off, and you've got this thing sticking up off there. Maybe you've got them sticking up off of all of your pegs, and no one likes that. It looks messy, and on top of that, when you go to tune, sometimes your finger will make contact with the end of the exposed string. and you end up bleeding all over your dulcimer, which is never fun. So I'm gonna show you a little trick where if you don't have a way of clipping the wire, you can have a way of safely getting it out of the way so it doesn't stab you in the finger, or eye as the case might be, and allow you to keep playing. What you're gonna wanna get is a quarter, or a nickel, or any other, something larger than a dime, really. You can use a really hard pick if you want to. Now what we're going to do, as I take the tuner off of here, I'm going to take this end here, and I'm going to capture it in between the coin and my thumb, like this. Now, I want you to look at the edge. I'm going to pull my thumb back a bit so I can reveal what's going on here. What we want to do is we want to push the hard edge of the coin against the string. So the thumb is just holding it in place. What we're doing is we're going to crease the string, and then as we push against it, we're going to do it against the entire string by pulling it to the end like this. And then you end up with a little curly pigtail, just like that. It's a lot less likely to poke you in the eye now, or the finger, and it actually looks kind of cool. So, there you have it, a pigtail to save your fingers, your eyes, and your decorum. Hmm, what else have I got? Ah, have you ever heard somebody play a fiddle tune and they end it with shaving a haircut? Two bits? And you're like, that's cool. Let me show you how to play shaving a haircut. <laughs> Let's start off with the melody. Well, that's all we're really doing but we'll play a little harmony in there as well. Let's start with the melody. On the melody string, we're in D, A, D, tuning. On the melody string, hit one. On the middle string, open, hit two. Two times. Right? Shave and a. Hair is going to be one on the middle string. Cut will be open on the middle string. Okay? So let's try that again. Okay? Melody. Two on the middle. One at the middle. Open middle. And then we're gonna go two bits. Second on the middle. And three on the middle. That's C sharp and D. So it's D A A B A C-sharp, D are our melody notes. Now, to make that a little more fun, we're gonna add a little harmony to our two bits. When you hit your C-sharp, come on down to E. And then we go up to D, slide up to F-sharp. The second fret, so from first fret to second fret on the bass string. And there you have shave and a haircut, two bits. So you could do, um, um, (laughs) I am in so much trouble now because a bunch of people are going to start doing that and they're going to go, oh, I learned how to do that from Bing. It's all good. I learned how to do it from somebody else, but I've conveniently forgotten their name, so you can't blame them. Shaving a haircut, two bits. Pigtails. Let's talk a little bit about um, hmm, improvisation. Let's do a little improvisation, and then i uh, will carry us home. DAD tuning in the key of D major. We'll do a very, very simple improvisation using the one, four, five chords. Those are the chords built off the first, fourth, and fifth notes of the scale. So the first note of the D major scale is D, so D major is our first chord. The fourth note of the D major scale is G, so G major will be our fourth chord, or our second chord, rather, the second chord that we play in this progression. And then we'll do the fifth note of the D major scale, which is A, A major. So we have D major, G major, A major, back to D, and then maybe for spice, to kind of contrast something against the major chords, we can do a little minor action for a B part. So for the B, let's do a, built off the sixth scale degree, let's use B minor, since B is the sixth note of the scale, B minor, and then go back to D. We can bounce back and forth between B minor and D quite a few times to resolve that and get us back into the A part. Maybe I would go from B minor up to G, our four chord. Maybe go back down to B minor and then go to A, our five chord. And the five chord likes to go back to the one chord or home. So once we play that A it sounds very, very nice to go back to D. So we'll just kinda of go D to G, A, back to one. That's our A part. The B part is B minor, back to the one, D. And we can go back and forth between B minor and D major as much as we want to. I'm going to do it three times, then move it up to G major, and then I'm going to go to A, and then take it back to one. Join me. part with our B minor, and back to one, up to G, down to A, and back to D, all right? Now, you don't have to use those versions of the chords, you can use the D, G, A, and B minor wherever they live, all over the fretboard. And the next step we're gonna do now is we're gonna just kind of solo noodle over the top of those chords while we're playing in the chord melody style. This is easy, typically, if you play on the melody string because with the chord melody style, if you wanna hear the melody clearly, you wanna make sure that the melody is the highest pitched note in the chord. So just the way the Mountain Dulcimer is set up with our bass string, our middle string, and our melody string, the melody string is the highest pitched note. So if we play our melody there, It's gonna be very easy to hear what we're doing. So think about all your chord shapes that are going to allow you to work that middle string or that melody string, and just play the notes of the D major scale. That's all you have to do. Every single note of the D major scale is gonna sound perfect against our chords. But they're gonna sound even better if when you're playing those chords, you play notes that are actually inside the chord, also known as chord tones. So if you're playing, uh, well, You don't have to play them all the time, but if you want to sustain, hold those notes out for a long period of time, usually a good idea to play the notes that are inside the chord so you don't change the nature of the chord. So D major is D, F sharp, and A. So if you're going to hold any of those melody notes out of the scale, D major scale, you want to hold the ones that are D, F sharp, and A. Otherwise, just briskly move past them. Play them, keep them moving. Same thing with the other uh, scales, chords, and so forth. So we can do something like this. Here we go. Part, B minor, up to G. And that, my friends, is improvisation in a nutshell. Kind of figure out a chord progression in your head, and then solo over the top of the chord progression using whatever free finger that you might have. That is Improvisation. Wild, man, simply wild. Why is this such a strange episode? This is the strangest episode of Dulce America I think I've ever done. And it's just because of where my head's at, and I kinda feel like I wanna share that with you guys. I started off at the Walnut Valley Festival September 14th or so. And then from there, I began making my way across to the Nutmeg Dulcimer Festival. So I went from Winfield, Kansas, started making my way up to Milford, Connecticut. And when I got to uh, Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri, I camped out a bit and I went kayaking and Biking and then I went to Silver Dollar City and rode roller coasters. That's what I do when I'm on tour And then I continued on And I ended up in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania On September 24th It was Phantom Fall Fest, the very first one of the year at Kinneywood Park, and I uh, went all day long. And then right about, oh, 9.30, no, it was 8.30, about 8.30, I noticed that the clientele in the park was a little rough. They were getting rough and a little edgy, so I um, i decided that's enough Kennywood. I am going out to my trailer where Kinneywood Security has told me that I can sleep in the parking lot. And that's exactly what I had planned on doing before heading on to my next destination. Oh, and the wind's starting to kick up. So I was sitting there at my dinette in the motorhome. I was reading something and I fell asleep after a while. Fall Fest was going on till, uh. 11 o'clock. About 11:10, I was awakened by the sound of a siren, and then another siren, and then another siren. And suddenly I kind of came out of my fog and looked out my window, and I saw all of these cop cars and all of these ambulances screaming into the front area by Kennywood Park. And I thought, what in the world is going on in this area right next to me? And just as I thought that to myself, that's when I heard all the people shouting and yelling, screaming, and they were all running mass groups of people running past either side of my motorhome. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. So I went on Twitter, put in Kennywood. Sure enough, three people had just been shot inside the park. with the shooter still on the loose. Needless to say, it was an interesting experience. And so what I ended up doing was uh, checking out for a week And I went to Trough Creek State Park in James Creek, Pennsylvania. And kind of thought about a lot of different things, including Hurricane Ian while being in contact with my wife, Jay, at home, trying to make sure that we were prepared for that. It was just a very, very uh, intense week emotionally and stress. At the same time, it was very stress relieving to be at the park and go kayaking and all kinds of stuff, biking and whatnot. I ended up climbing a mountain that I shouldn't have climbed, but I did. Things you do when you're just trying to get into your own head, you know? And then, I went and continued on to the Nutmeg Dulcimer Festival, and planned on playing the question with an intro that would talk a little bit about what I had just experienced at Kinneywood Park, even though I hadn't actually been in the park. Uh, It was strange, very strange. And I intended to uh, introduce the tune and just go on about it, you know. But I got really caught up in, I guess, what is the realization and the emotions of it all. And it was tough. I think I realized at that point in time that I was dealing with, uh, I, I guess I was just dealing with the situation for the first time on stage. So I got through the tune, and uh, people were very appreciative of the song and everything else. But uh, since then, things have been a little bit easier, but I've been processing still, and it's got me thinking about a lot of different things. So right now I'm uh, gonna be heading, uh, after QDF, I'll be heading to uh, North Carolina. I'll be doing some workshops there, be doing some shows in Statesville and then the Black Mountain Music Festival, uh, doing some stuff with the Boys and Girls Club. and uh, If there's one thing I understand about people and music and all that is that in general, music does make life easier and better to deal with. It's a connection that so many of us have. So any of us who are making music, sharing music and basically living within music. We're all very blessed and we all have a job to do, is to share that music, whether you're a professional or or an amateur, whether you've just picked it up or whether you've been doing it all your life. This music thing is a very special, special thing. And if, if everybody had music the way musicians do, not just listeners, but players, I really think that all of this conflict between people would vanish, it would simply go away. I believe that wholeheartedly. So many people think they can't play music. Maybe some of those people that think they can't play music are the ones that need music the most, to calm them, to purge these feelings and these these needs, it appears to be, to harm each other. or do things that are destructive. We need music now more than ever. That's why I do what I do. And I hope, in time, that you come to realize it's something that you can do too, and like to do, to make the world a better place. So thank you for putting up with me. I hope I gave you something you could use. And I will be in tip-top shape for the next Dulce America. And I have no idea what it will be about, but. Uh, it'll be a little bit more composed than this one. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you very much. Stay safe out there, be alert, and please do share that music. We all need it. We'll see you next time. I just broke a string right there on the last beat. That's some kind of a confirmation.